Wow. It's been a long time. Hello, everybody. So glad to see you. Hello, everybody. We're so glad to see you. Do you know that song? (laughs) It's from a music class called Music Together. Welcome back to Claim the Stage. It's been a, a minute, right? I'm so excited to be back. If you're new here, I'm going to reintroduce myself because it's been a, you know, I think it's been a month and a half, two months since I've recorded an episode. And it's been five years since I introduced myself on the first show. So I'm going to just start again. Hello, I'm Angela Lucier, and I am your host of this amazing podcast that we call Claim the Stage. I'm a professional speaker and an author and I am the founder of Speaker Sisterhood, which is a network of public speaking clubs. I'm also a mom of a two-year-old, which is why I know that song. (laughs) I am, I don't want to say unprofessional chef, but uh, a home chef, I guess you could say. (laughs) I love doing creative writing. I love going for walks and I love recording this show. And I'm back now for, I guess it's a new season of Claim the Stage. I have some new plans and some new guests and new direction. You might remember if you were listening before that in January, I introduced a new co-host to the show, Jolie Hamilton, and she and I recorded, uh, I don't know, 20 episodes? I'm not even sure how many episodes we did together. And after... When I took the break this summer, I was like, okay, do I want to keep going in that same direction? And I decided that I didn't. I wanted to refocus on public speaking and speaking up and continue going in the direction I was going. And, you know, Jolie's work really focuses on relationships. And I thought it doesn't really make sense to keep that element on the show. So I'm back to hosting the show solo. And Jolie has her own podcast called Project Relationship. You can tune into if you want to hear more of her advice and stories and what's been going on with her business. And on my end, I'm going to keep on going with what I was doing, which is this whole conversation about our voice. And since I talked to you last in July, I've been doing a lot of work on speaking up. And it's funny because I, the more I speak up, which I should mention, I've worked really hard at becoming a public speaker, but it's a different skill to be able to speak up. And that skill I haven't worked on as much. And so I've really been focusing on it this year. And what I notice is that when I speak up, I have this huge surge of adrenaline afterwards. And I feel like I could run five miles on that adrenaline because it feels so good to say the thing I want to say. And then after the adrenaline rush, I feel a ton of rage. Can anyone relate to this? It's crazy. The feeling that comes from saying the thing that's hard. And I can think of a couple examples that I wanted to share. The first was on social media. I don't stir up controversy online. I try to just use it as a way to connect with people, to share information, and give updates on events and happenings with Speaker Sisterhood and the podcast. But a couple of days ago, 
someone posted, it was a, it was a guy on LinkedIn. He posted an update about a new hire at his company. And he said, um, introducing the new girl and gives the name and information. And as I'm reading the post thinking, is, is she a girl? Like, does this, is this woman under 18? Is she a child? (laughs) Did they hire a high school student? And as I read this woman's credentials, she's like an extremely accomplished, brilliant, successful woman who has worked really hard in her career. You can tell through her job responsibilities she's held and her accomplishments. And they're referring to her as the new girl. And I felt this anger come up inside of me. And I felt like I I just need to say something here because this is it's it's just not okay. It takes away credit, right? It takes away her, her position in the world as a woman. She's not a girl, <laughs> and so I made a comment. I wrote, um, "Cool that you called her a girl, but highly likely she's a woman." And he didn't respond to my tap my comment, and I don't know if they deleted it or whatever. I never went back to look, but after I hit send or post on that comment, I felt incredible. I felt like, oh my God, I, I spoke up for myself and for this person on social media. <laughs> and it seems like such a small thing, but it was a way of honoring this, this um, voice that I have and this feeling I had that I needed to project. And I don't always do that, especially on social media. And after I did that, I went for a walk and I just walked so tall and I walked with my head up and I just like walked around the neighborhood. Like I had just cured cancer. It was really funny. I'm like, okay, it's not that big of a deal. (laughs) And then then I got home and I was cooking dinner and I started to feel so angry. Like I wanted to go down to my basement and just punch things and throw things and could, could see that, oh, I've kind of let the the cover off of something here by saying, by, by letting out the feeling I was having through my words. Now there's another experience happening that I need to acknowledge. And that's a lot of rage, maybe from all the times I didn't speak up or perhaps from this instance and just realizing like this has been going on for a long time and yeah, I've got a lot of anger about it. And so what I, after that experience of the post, the adrenaline, the anger, I was, I was thinking about what that whole thing kind of could be summed up as. And it almost felt like, you know, when you have, um, a drain, like a shower drain or a, you know, a drain in your bathroom and is clogged and you pour a drain down there. And then within half an hour, an hour, the clog is disintegrated and everything flushes through it almost feels like when you when you have a reaction and you have something you want to say that's important to you and you say it it's like that's the draino that lets the clog out and then it leaves room for all this stuff to flow through you but if you don't use the draino or use your voice then everything just stays clogged and it stays inside and it's repressed and it's stuck. And so your voice becomes the the vehicle for letting it all out, which might seem like so obvious to some people. (laughs) But if you're not used to speaking up a lot and you tend to bottle things up and you tend to just sort of let things go and 
not want to rock the boat, it's hard to experience that unclogging feeling because you're never using your voice. So the second example I wanted to share was with my mom. Every so often, like she and I will be like walking down the street with my son and she'll just go, Hey, did you lose weight? And I'm like, what? I'm in the middle of pushing him on a, a tricycle and I'm not thinking about my weight. I'm not thinking about my body. I'm just thinking about the next crack in the sidewalk and trying to get my son's tricycle over it. And now I have to think about my weight. <laughs> and my mom has done this my whole life. And I know she's not doing it. I don't think she's doing it because she wants me to feel self-conscious. I think she's trying to compliment me when she says it. And she also make comments about my clothes and my hair and I recently shaved the bottom of the back of my hair because it was just, I cut my hair and it's so hot in the summer. So when I, even when I put my hair in a ponytail, like that hair hangs down. So I just shaved a little bit of it. And she's like, oh, so is that how you're wearing your hair now? Is that, is that what you're doing? (laughs) (laughs) I just hate it. I just hate when my mom brings up anything about my appearance. So I finally ended up having a conversation with her and I said, mom, I don't, want you to ask me about my weight. I don't want to talk about my hair. Please don't comment on my clothes, my skin, anything to do with my appearance. Effective immediately, forever. And she's like, okay, all right. Yeah, no problem. And I said, I'm writing this down for you and I'm giving it to you. As And I actually did hand her a note that said the same thing. And she said, all right, I, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to offend you. And, you know, she, she seemed to take it well. And after that conversation, I had that same reaction I had to when I posted on social media about the girl, the woman, the girl comment. It was a shot of adrenaline and then a feeling of rage. And I was like, oh, I just let the the clog out again. (laughs) And now I've got these feelings. And and I I welcome those feelings because the energy that I get from the conversation is actually about me honoring myself. It's a feeling of uh, almost like a um, reward for being honest, not only with myself, but with the other person and speaking up for myself. And then the anger is also a reward because now I get to face all the stuff that's been inside of me that I haven't been facing. And I don't feel uncomfortable with the anger. I feel like it's an opportunity to connect with the anger. Because I can remember sitting with my therapist a year or two ago, and she would say, we'd be talking about something that to anybody would feel like it would make you angry. And she'd say, are you feeling angry right now? And I'd always say, no, I feel sad. And I could never access that anger. And so what I realized is that by speaking up, I can access that anger. And it's so, it's so healing to just be able to let it out. So sometimes like I'll drive around and just scream in my car. And sometimes I'll punch a pillow or just run it out, run it off. And that that feels good too. So I'm sharing these examples because the last month and a half or so that I haven't been recording the podcast, I've been making this really focused effort to try to notice when something is bubbling up in me that wants to be said and actually saying it instead of just 
kind of letting it go, which I think I've done a lot in my life as a people pleaser. And I'm trying really hard to move away from people pleasing. So if you are somebody who is a people pleaser or someone who thinks maybe my opinion doesn't matter, or I don't want to say something and upset somebody, when you do that, what you're actually doing is missing out on an opportunity to connect with yourself. And you're missing out on an opportunity to get to know yourself better and to show yourself respect and love that you deserve by being heard. And it's scary, but it's totally worth it. So that's some of what I've been up to lately. I've also been reading more novels and memoirs and doing art with my son and going to the beach. And it's just been like a really nice, relaxing summer. And in the last episode I posted, I asked a lot of questions that I kind of left you with for reflection. And I've been asking myself those same questions, like, how am I defining myself? Where is the life? Where are my allies? Where are the breadcrumbs? What's motivating me? And it's been really fun answering those questions. I love the, the, I think the question that stands out to me the most in that list is where are the breadcrumbs? Because it, it kind of it challenges you to look at the little things in your life that you might otherwise overlook because you're looking for big signs or you're trying to analyze the situation so much that you're just not even paying attention to what's in front of you, which I think I'm guilty of, like being inside my head too much and trying to engineer everything when it's like, just take a minute to look around. <laughs> Maybe there's something you're not looking at. <laughs> and so I did that. And I noticed that in the last year or so, I've been getting a lot of requests in my email from course platforms to uh, participate, like submit content to their platform for students to take classes on public speaking. And I've just been kind of ignoring them because I have my own platform and I have my own website. And I'm like, well, what do I need this for? And then I was like, wait a minute, let me just think about what it is that's going on. What are, what are these platforms even like? What's the income potential? Who are the people taking these classes? What are they looking for for requirements? And as I started to research it, I was like, oh, this actually sounds really fun and like lucrative and it could be another great way to introduce people to my work that are in different bubbles that might not otherwise access it. And I just kind of like laughed to myself because I'm like, oh, there's a breadcrumb. That's an example of totally missing a breadcrumb because I was looking for something bigger or I was trying to engineer my future without paying attention to anything going on around me. <laughs> and so I, I started to look into Skillshare as one of the top platforms and decided I'm going to create a course on that platform for, it's called Public Speaking for Shy Creatives. And so I've been writing the script for the last like month, which is really unlike me. Usually I'll write a script in a day and then be ready to shoot. But I've been thinking deeply about everything I'm doing there and re I'm watching tutorials on editing and different video production techniques. And it's been really, really fun. And it reminded me that I love film. I love making videos. I love creating little movies. And my class that I'm creating for Skillshare is not just a class. It's like a movie and a class. And I'm so excited because I minored in film in college. I've made video little little movies in the past, and I kind of abandoned that. I don't even know why. Maybe I got busy or something. 
But now I'm like, oh, I get to get back to that. I get to actually combine a lot of passions and skills to create this class. So I've been working on it. And yesterday I shot like 15 scenes for the movie, (laughs) the class. And, you know, I was like doing things that anyone who saw me doing them would go, that makes no sense for a public speaking class. (laughs) I was like raking in the backyard. (laughs) And then I was like washing dishes and doing laundry. And I had a a clip of me... um, just walking down the street and it doesn't make any sense out of context, but I think once it's all edited together, it's going to be really fun. So I wanted to mention that because I did follow the breadcrumbs and I am creating something based on what I observed and I am really excited about it. So if you asked yourself that question, where are the breadcrumbs? And you did find something from them. I'd love to hear about what you found. Just if you want to shoot me a quick email, Angela at speakersisterhood.com. I'm just curious, like if anybody else was able to find something by looking a little closer at these small things in our life that may be big, you know, may have big impact. Uh, Let's see, I'm going to continue with live coaching the public speaking, speaking up coaching. So if you have any questions about an upcoming presentation, anything about the fear of public speaking, if you are going to be presenting at a meeting and you want some feedback on the content, anything, anything you might want coaching on, send me an email and you could be selected to be coached on the show. And I have a live coaching episode coming up This month, I also have a couple really awesome interviews that I was able to conduct in the last couple weeks that will be coming up. And there's so much more coming. There's, we're just going to get all about into, continue going into the topic of speaking. And I'll tell you when the Skillshare course is out, if you want to watch it. (laughs) And uh, let's see, like public speaking, if you are interested in getting better and practicing in a safe space, speaker sisterhood clubs are all virtual and you can join from your living room with women from all over the world and practice public speaking and meet some new friends and have fun. <laughs> okay. So that's the sound of my neighbor moving his camper out of the driveway in case anyone was wondering what that was. And we'll continue going on with the podcast. So just wanted to reintroduce myself, say hi, say what I've been up to for the last month or so, and uh, let you know I'm, I'm looking forward to what's, what's to come on the show. Probably some surprises, you never know. So that's it for me this week. Uh, if you have any comments, questions, anything you want to share, email me anytime, Angela at speakersisterhood.com. And also if you're enjoying the show and you have been a long time listener or a new listener and you've gotten value from it, please leave a rating and review on Apple podcasts. It's really nice to see how people think of the show and it also helps others find the show with more ratings. So that's it for me this week. As always, do you know what I'm going to say? Stop waiting, start creating. See you next time.